said. I'll show you a scope. Gabby's own scope. Yeah. The scope I, is. Oh. That's okay, all I this, got. This got to get cut. Why? No, I like I, this banter. I like I, this banter too. I don't like hearing you slurp your drink on the microphone. That's <laughs> my problem. <laughs> what are you slurping, Gabby? What are you I got a, right now? I got a bang bang left field beer. Yeah. <laughs> bang bang. Let's get yeah, it. Bang bang. Let's just, get it. Just mute your mic when you drink it. That's all my simple ask. Don't well, you just to like don't talk to me that way. I'll talk to you however I please. Yeah. We don't endorse drinking, by the way, but Gabby can do whatever he wants. Drinking. Just drinking in general. Just don't drink. <laughs> Just don't drink. Okay. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to our seventh isolation episode. Gabby, what are we on? Seven? This is eight, eight now. Eight, oh, my man. God. Yeah. Episode eight. Welcome. 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 Um, it's going to be a pretty busy week for uh, for gaming. Uh, we're kind of in the heat of like E3 and stuff like that. Uh, I well, guess we'll I think more for you, E3. really. Like your build up towards a certain game is like going to be next level for you, I think. There will be, yeah. I mean, it's all about the climax. So uh, we're going <laughs> to see everything really just, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for this week, obviously. But last week was pretty big, too. But before we get into all that stuff, because there's definitely a lot of stuff that we want to talk about today, um, we'll do our, 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 weekly or bi-weekly or however often we record a podcast weekly update um on isolation because it it feels like things are starting to get a little bit more loosey-goosey and a little bit looser but like in uh, terms of like oh isolation being over almost you think yeah. it starts to Got it. feel that way a little bit but yeah, yeah. i don't I, I don't know what you guys are up to but i uh, i've been spending a lot of time outdoors just kind of hanging out with the dog taking him out for hikes spending some time outside a lot, barbecuing. So it's been much less of like that initial end of end of uh, winter going into springtime. And now it's much more of like a spring summerish, getting a chance to go outside whenever I want. So n- much less consumption from a, from a movie games, TV shows perspective. Um, though I did watch show me a hero and finish that finally. And I thought that was really, really good. Which one and is that, that again? It's the, it's the, uh, David Simon series on HBO about the housing projects in in Yonkers. It's got Oscar got Isaac. Yeah, I just googled it. Yeah, yeah, Catherine Keener's in it. So yeah, so that was great. Really enjoyed watching that. I've been have been meaning to finish it for a long time now. So I finally got through it, even though it came out five years ago. And then uh, plan on beating Final Fantasy VII finally this week until uh, until you know The Last of Us comes out, and that's on Friday, and that's gonna consume me all next weekend. So. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to uh, to disappearing for for Friday through most of Saturday, and I'm assuming into Sunday as well. That's great, man. I'm excited for you. That's my update <laughs> with Daniel nice. Ortega. Gabby, what do you got? What was your uh, What was your big? Uh, I think this week? the biggest change week by week for me <laughs> this past week would have to be that I reinstalled Destiny Two after the Destiny event. Yeah, and did. I recommitted to Destiny 2 <laughs> by buying the Seasons Pass that just started. So that's been my biggest update. Other than that, I had my parents actually enter my home for the first time in like, I guess, three, four months since isolation has started. Um, so that was really cool. They were really excited to spend some quality time with, with the girls. Um, I didn't really watch anything new. I watched the Joy Koi 
stand up, but it wasn't really a stand up special. So that was kind of cool. It wasn't his best stuff, but it was more of like a docu series or documentary on Filipino culture, which is was kind of cool to see. Uh, I do want to go to the Philippines sometime, being that my wife has never been. Um, my wife. This past week is also the one year anniversary of the Raptors winning the championship. So yes, it was. <laughs> so I, I actually how do we forget that? <laughs> yeah, I, so I relived some. So that was actually yesterday. So I watched a lot of uh, uh, highlights on the game, and surprisingly, man, I was more emotional one year like today, like yesterday, than I was when they won. So I, I don't know. Confirm that I was with you when you won, and you were uh, you were. Emotional, but in a different. We were. We just couldn't really believe it. Was yeah, happening. Like, it was like I was. Late game. I watched. I watched some clips, and I'm like, "Why am I crying right now?" <laughs> like you know. So it's like a Pixar so, movie. Up just, in here. It's just being proud that we're champs, and we might get a chance to defend the title. There's some speculation that maybe now we might not even get uh, a, uh, I guess a season, but we'll see what happens. We can talk about that another time. Overall, pretty. Uh, slow week but those were my biggest updates my biggest takeaways from the past week for what me you, um i went i went to london again um i feel like there was something oh yeah the craziest thing was uh i ate at a restaurant like sat at a table and got served by somebody and ate at a restaurant i haven't done that for three months where was that? In London, because uh, they opened, they allowed restaurants to open like patios and stuff. Yeah, because they said outside of G- outside of the GTA, you're allowed to do that now, right? So yeah, yeah. So this obviously was outside the GTA in London. So that was an interesting experience. Um, it what felt restaurant good to be, was it? It was uh, it's called Spare Parts Diner. It's okay. It so like, it was uh, like a London thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a chain. Okay, cool. No, no. Yeah, it was like a London thing. So we went out there, which was great. Um, I watched Encino Man, which is a Pauly Shore movie. <laughs> was it good? Uh, it, it was interesting. It definitely had its moments. Uh, so I watched that. I watched uh, Leon the Professional, which like cr- there's some crazy ass shots in that movie. Like I definitely recommend that. Outside of that, RuPaul's uh, Drag Race All-Stars, this new season has started, so I've been watching that. I've been watching Legendary, MasterChef Australia is still going. Uh, I don't know how you do it. You watch so many things at the same time. Like, I can't. Well, I can't do it either. You guys do it with video games. I can't do it with video games. I play one video game, and then that's it. And then with TV and movies, I go. I watch a bunch of different stuff. Um, so I've been doing that. Other than that, uh, I've just been trying to educate myself on a bunch of other things. Uh, I told you guys about when I, I think I watched Velocal Pastor the other week. Did I tell you guys about that movie? I don't. Yes. I, I think you, I, you mentioned the name. Yeah. About the priest who turns into a Velocal Raptor and kills bad guys at night. That's awesome. No. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the movie. <laughs> it's a, it's a pastor who like gets cut by like a, claw of a velociraptor and then it gives him like this superpower where he like turns into a raptor and like kills bad guys uh so i definitely recommend watching that other than that i watched this documentary called uh other music which is based off a record store that was in new york city for 20 years and closed in 2016 and it was considered like one of the staples of new york music uh and it closed down so i watched that 
which was really cool. I watched this documentary called Tickled as well from 2016. I've been meaning to watch it since 2016. I finally got around to it. Jeez, man, you watch a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, and Tickled was really interesting. It's about uh, competitive tickling, tickling? league. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds weird. It is a very strange and haunting movie, actually. It gets really weird. But uh, yeah, that's I've been doing all that stuff. Uh, other than that, prepping for I have a cottage this week, so I'm excited for that. And then my friend's having a housewarming party, housewarming party in uh, Hamilton, so I'll be going to that on Friday. So it's, things have been uh, pretty busy for me. Oh yes, man. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I missed out. I feel like I did my thing, and I realized how many other things I did throughout the week. As as both of you were talking about what you did throughout the week, <laughs> Chappelle uh, Chappelle released a special on Friday, which I watched. It I was, watched that as well. Yeah, it's only twenty minutes, but it was or twenty seven minutes, but it was very very impactful and very very uh, Chappelle. I'd say if you've watched yeah. any of Chappelle's recent stuff, then it should be unsurprising based. Uh, um, the stuff that he's talking about and just the, the tone in which he's talking about it. It's not funny, but the point, I mean, it's there's like bits of humor kind of sprinkled throughout it, but it's not a comedy set. It's very much like a, an observation on everything that's happening right now in the world. Yeah. He's a, he's a wise man. And I think that, I mean, what was so interesting about it is like, I think he got, he was talking about Don Lemon on the special and about how he had been, you know, he has a platform and he should speak up on his platform. I just found it interesting because, I mean, Chappelle's been talking about race. Chappelle's been talking about, like, differences in, in hypocrisy in, like, Hollywood and, and in areas of power that he's been able to see behind the curtain. And he's called out a lot of that stuff. In fact, like, it's part of the reason that he left Chappelle's show. And that was 13, 14 years ago now or 15 years ago even. So I found it interesting that, you know, everything's kind of come to a head and it's and it's and it's you know, obviously we're seeing stuff that's kind of unprecedented that none of us have seen really in our lifetime in terms of protests and stuff like that. But yeah, um, Chappelle's kind of a, I don't know, he's kind of a prophet in that way. It feels like he he has a good sense of where culture and society are at at any given point in time. And obviously when you see them reach a boiling point like this, like he makes a joke in the special about Ja Rule. It's a callback to a joke he made, I think, 15 years ago about the Twin <laughs> Towers going down and people looking to Ja Rule for to make sense of all of it. And he kind of compared himself to that because I guess people obviously right now are looking for celebrity validation and celebrity opinion. And he just kind of, you know, airs on that side of who gives a fuck what I really think right now, even though he's one of the most, you know, outspoken and I think impactful voices in, in the States in terms of, of comedy, but even just outside of comedy, I think just for, for black community and black culture in general. So it was good to hear him speak. It was, it was, I believe it was the first concert that was held in North America, I think he was saying, since COVID-19 started. And it was like the socially distant outdoor venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of looked like Sony Sony's 2018 press conference where they play The Last of Us outside in like a barn for people. And they needed to like move them from set to set. It was very weird. But um, I would definitely recommend watching it if you're a Chappelle fan or even if you just, you know, are interested in, in, in learning about some different perspectives on everything that's happening in the world right now. I would definitely check it out. It's actually free on... Um, on YouTube under Netflix is a joke instead of releasing it on Netflix. Uh, they released it free on YouTube. So that, I think that speaks volumes about the, um, the importance of some of his messages and some of the things that he has to say. Um, yeah. and then said, what else was I, I watched a uh, 13th as well, which was, uh, Ava DuVernay's who did, um, when they see us, which was about the exonerated five, the kids that were arrested in central park, uh, yeah. a long time oh, ago. Yeah. 
and I watched 13th. I had watched it when I was younger, but I didn't quite pick up on all kind of like the nuance of it and just understanding it a little bit more. And after watching when they see us going back and watching 13th, a lot of the stuff that kind of they talked about in when they see us made a little bit more sense. It was a little bit more contextualized. So it was good to watch that. It's about an hour and 40 minutes. Highly recommend it. Again, if anybody's interested in, in doing some reading or, or some research on things that are happening in the state and the state of affairs, you know, everywhere, uh, it's a great movie to watch as well. So I, I checked that out. Um, and then that's it. I don't, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I, I feel like that was a more comprehensive update than the first time where I went, where I was like, I watched this one show and then I sat outside for six days. <laughs> yeah. I think that was a better synopsis. Yeah. So, uh, there's no way to mash the two of them together, but that, that, that was my, that was my week. But, um, all things aside, everything that we've talked about aside, there was obviously some, um, some excitement, uh, boiling, for quite some time now because we haven't really had any information on on PlayStation 5 and to give some background to this you know we talked about it throughout the first couple of isolation updates how Sony had been teasing some stuff in the PlayStation UK magazine and we had expected that there would be some sort of reveal around E3ish if not earlier this year about some PlayStation um PlayStation 5 news or a reveal or something that would just give us an indication that the next gen yeah. was was on the way a couple months ago, we had that very comical YouTube uh, video, which was just talking about how important SSDs and RAM were by... Uh, <laughs> Mark, Mark Cerny. Yeah, by Mark Cerny, which was uh, probably the most disengaging uh, thing I've ever watched in my entire life. Even mm-hmm. the super, super, superimposed audience couldn't help. Um, but we got a much more comprehensive look at, uh, at Sony's vision of the future this week uh, in a stream on Thursday, which was pushed back from last Thursday due to all the events that are going on in the world. Mm-hmm. But we finally, after a long time of knowing what Microsoft's plan was, we finally got a peek behind the curtain for what Sony has on the way. And uh, I mean, we were pretty excited. We did some predictions last week, but there were definitely a lot of things that kind of popped up in here that I wasn't quite expecting. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, I mean, I'll, I'll throw it out to you guys first to kind of give your take on it. Um, but but yeah, I, I was definitely surprised and, and just happy with a lot of the stuff that we saw. And, and um, I'm excited that we now have a, a more comprehensive um, look at what it's going to look like from Sony as well as from Microsoft going into the summertime. So um, it's a pretty exciting time to be a gamer now or a PlayStation fan or a fan of, game, of, of Microsoft in general, just to know everything that's going to be out on the table um, come holiday 2020. So... Gabby, I'll kind of throw it over to you because I know that you have some thoughts on the event, and then I'll, I'll kind of wrap it up with my thoughts after Shane. You t- you talk about maybe some of the stuff that's good to too. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so I I watched it while I was at work, so it was like on and off for me. Um, but I thought overall it was a pretty good. I guess what are we calling it? Stream event. I don't I don't know. It wasn't really a conference. Um, my standouts were I shared this with you were were Spider Man and Horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some other games that look kind of cool, but like I probably wouldn't really play or buy unless they were like on something like Game Pass where I could just dabble with them. So I, I like I think the biggest thing that they did right and where Microsoft dropped the ball and in, in their May event was they actually showed gameplay. And a lot of gameplay and, and with a good amount of like just snippets of all sorts of games. You got your you got your top tier games like 
Horizon and uh, Spider Man. You got a bunch of indie games. You got a bunch of just like you got some VR. So it was a it was a taste of like their whole catalog, which was cool. The pacing of it was really was really well done. Um, so yeah, and then they revealed the console at the end. So <laughs> we all have our opinions on the console, but <laughs> when they first we'll leave that to the end, we can deliberate. <laughs> I think maybe over it. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, overall it was pretty good. Shane nice. thoughts. Uh, for me, uh, I watched it at the same time as I was on a work call as well. Um, but I thought for for myself, yeah, it showed a lot of gameplay, which I think was great. Uh, Spider Man looks fantastic, like the four K screenshots. The one thing that I found troubling about the stream is the fact that you're trying to sell me on a four K console, but then your stream is in 1080p, and it just it it didn't give you that graphic fidelity. So after you would have to go back and look at it, I guess the way that I kind of rationalized it was you get the surprise and delight during the presentation. Then after you go back and actually look at what that game is supposed to look like on the console that's coming out. So the screenshots that were shared um, of the Spider-Man expansion or standalone or standalone expansion uh, <laughs> the screenshots were like so crisp and beautiful like that game looks insane um but during the stream i was just like man i'm not getting any sort of ps5 appeal to this these, these all look like ps4 games to me and i don't think you're watching this on its did you watch it on a tv or on your computer i watched it on my tv i watched it on my lg I was gonna say, then you notice a difference. If you're watching it on your on your computer, I was like, "What? It really doesn't make that big of a difference if it's 1080 versus if it's 4K." But I well, actually I watch it on my computer. I I watch it on my computer on YouTube via the Video Games Award YouTube uh, channel, and I don't know if it was the internet, my internet at work, but the only the only resolution I was able to stream it at was 720. So uh, yeah, that, that's where that's how I watched it. But yeah, so that. I, I watched it on my TV, so I don't think it doesn't really matter. Um, but that's my opinion on it. Is like I wish it's it's really hard, I guess, for them to show 4K games at a 1080p resolution and then try to get that same fidelity out of it. Um, but oh yeah, I thought it was good. I thought a lot of the games, to me, like I said, showed like like they would run on the PS4 Pro in the same sort of style. Uh, maybe that's just because I don't understand the next gen appeal, and I'm sure if I would have seen the Xbox One with gameplay, I would have had the same opinion on that. It's just early in the console cycle to see a game that just kind of blows you away. I think car games are like the best games at launch to show you be- what's coming. They're like the best preview, and I think um, Gran Tur- uh, Turismo looked pretty sick on the PS5 that they were showing. But uh, yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with Shane. There were some games that you, you there's no way you can tell me that this game can't be on PlayStation Four, and and for them to show those kind of games did I guess put it like a weird taste in my mouth. But it's I found it interesting that they were they actually had to like take a stance and actually talk about how they approached the next generation in the stream. I feel like they probably just should have not have done that, but whatever. I guess it's up for debate. I don't think, I mean, I don't think that's a knock on, on Sony. Like, I think that's just in general, like nothing out of the, nothing out of the Xbox stream, nothing that we've seen from developers directly has looked really next gen. And we talked about it on the last podcast, but like early on in the first year or two, you don't really see 
developers or 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 anybody really taking advantage of kind of the full specs of of the console until later on in its life. So, I I mean, when I tune into these streams, I'm really expecting um you know a, a, like reveals of things that we don't know that were being worked on, other than you know yeah. third party games that are expected. So for me, fidelity how the game looks, all that kind of stuff kind of just takes a back seat because I think that they're, 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 it's never really a good representation, I guess is the best way to put it. When you, when you watch something like a conference, especially when you don't know what, um, what those small differences are going to be until you get the console in hand. Right. I think one thing that really stood out to me, um, from a, just from a technical aspect that I think went really, really understated was seeing, uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, rift apart when you're pulling through different universes that that's happening without load time so i yeah. think that was probably the best display of sony what they were talking about with their ssd their ultra fast ssd like you're seeing ratchet pull basically an entire populated non-pop-in non-texture loading environment and he's doing this like at, at, at like at the snap of a finger essentially and it's yeah. beautifully rendered beautiful color hdr lighting is on and it looked really it re- looked really really cool right so i know that that's not going to get everybody going the way that they would have had they seen god of war or you know horizon gameplay in a similar vein but ratchet and clank being so early in the show actually stood out to me quite a bit just based off of that alone, I think it actually will be somewhat of a technical marvel early on. I, I do um, agree with you on that one. Ration and Clank was was pretty impressive to watch them, I guess, demo the game. Uh, I think overall, Insomniac had a really, really strong showing at the at the event, and it just shows you that it's they're 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 here to play, man. And like it shows the value that Sony Sony has when they I guess just recently acquired them as a first party studio. So Insomniac was 100% A++ at the showing, for sure. And I think they, I mean, that was probably intentional, too. Having been the the first-party studio that they acquired most recently, like, they're really going to have them on full display. And, and, you know, they let off the show with something that I wasn't expecting but predicted, which was that we would see Spider-Man in some capacity, Um, not thinking that it was going to be that capacity, nor did I think it was going to be focused on Miles over Peter, but I was pleasantly surprised to see them lead off the show and even more pleasantly surprised to know that it's actually something that's coming this fall so we're actually not going to have to wait very long to see the next chapter or at least the next like sub chapter um between spider-man for ps4 and, and whatever the the full-fledged sequel is going to be the next standalone game that isn't a sequel, that isn't <laughs> so a sequel whatever, yeah. whatever that means um but yeah no super stoked for that and it's going to be out this fall uh, assuming that it's either going to come out very shortly after the console comes out or um or with the console so that might be a, a that's a hell of a launch title if you can come out of the gate swinging with a with a spider-man title um especially because you know microsoft has their juggernaut franchise and halo coming out alongside um, xbox uh, series x so I which think we haven't even seen yet which we haven't even seen yet which we will be seeing in the in the, in the near future that's why yeah yeah, next month but yeah. some other big stuff um i'm i actually i don't i don't remember if miles was the first show i think yeah sorry that came out first and then it was grand theft auto 5 i think that was coming to console or it might have been forget the order exactly but those were the first two announcements but yes that were. was def- that was definitely something that i um i mean it's not something that got me excited the same way that miles spider-man did but grand theft auto being stretched out to another generation keeping in mind this is originally a ps3 game yeah and is now coming over ps5 in 2021 it's just crazy that rockstar has been able to get 
that far behind Grand Theft Auto Five. It's just awesome, and I think it's just a testament to what they've done with Grand Theft Auto Five online. Yeah, I- I'm just glad we don't have to buy it again. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome that it's going to be just available. And I think PlayStation is getting a, a bonus, a million dollars, yeah, in online cash up until I think it's every month until it comes out for PS Five, which is a pretty big bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane called out Gran Turismo Seven, so I know that there were rumors about that. I personally, I'm much more on the Forza side now. I don't love the sim um, genre of, of of car of racing games as much as as maybe I did when I was younger. So I'm much more on the arcade side, which is why I love Forza and Forza Horizon. Um, and then yeah, just to kind of take us through a quick run through of everything that was announced, we saw Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Super excited for that. Love the Ratchet and Clank games. Looks like it's going to incorporate some elements of the future series of Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank as well as some of the uh, the mechanics and, and things that we saw in the earlier Ratchet and Clank games. We saw Project Athea, which is uh, Luminous Projects, and Square Enix, which is uh, it's going to be exclusively coming to PS5. I think it's a timed exclusive they announced after the fact. Yeah, I think a lot of them that were announced were all timed exclusives. Timed, yeah. yeah. That would make sense. We saw Stray, which was Annapurna Interactive, uh, which was set in a world where humans have kind of died off, but cats are still around. And it's like this neon-infused aesthetic, so it looks a little bit like cyberpunky, but kind of also like a dark version of Sunset Overdrive-ish, that kind of universe, that aesthetic. We saw Returnal. We saw uh, Sumo Digital coming back with uh, with Little Big Planet and Sackboy: A Big Adventure, um, which is pretty exciting. Don't think we expected to see Little Big Planet. Um, Destruction All Stars, Kena Bridge of Spirits, Goodbye Volcano High, Oddworld is getting a sequel, Ghostwire Tokyo, Jet the Far Shore, which is developed by the the folks at Super Brothers, um, who did a game that I I very much love in Sword and Sorcery, Godfall, which we had seen announced before. Solar Ash, which was from the Hyperlife Drifter developers, Hitman 3, Astro's Playroom, Little Devil Inside, that was another standout during the show. Um, Demon Souls finally got its long rumored remake announced, officially being uh, headed by Bluepoint Games, Deathloop, Resident Evil 8, Pragmata, Horizon, and then we saw the consoles themselves. So it was a, a very dense hour, it was about an hour and 10 minutes. Um, but definitely some, some, I, I, I feel Sony did a really good job of balancing their, their first party stuff, though it was a little bit front loaded in that area, mm-hmm. um, with some of the stuff that, that we're going to see from third party developers like Hitman and, and, um, and NBA and all, all the kind of stuff that I think we would expect to see on the console. Um, and then, yeah. And then of course we saw the console itself for the first time. So we've been teased with the controller, um, the console itself was revealed. It was probably way more dramatic than it needed to be. It was like a, about a minute and a half of these like bead-like things just kind of <laughs> forming around yeah, what eventually yeah. became the console. It was so overdramatic. And for me personally, and I know you guys feel roughly the same, uh, it was a little bit disappointing to see the console itself, but I don't really care what the console looks like, to be honest, looking at, at the games that are coming to it. But Gabby, I know you share a strong opinion Otherwise, um, I'm I'm sure you're kind of similar in that boat. Um, But yeah, it's it's not it's not anything that I would have expected. I expected something a little bit more subtle. We've never really seen a console look this, I guess, forward thinking and kind of futuristic looking. Um, I I keep saying that it looks like almost concept art for a console that somebody would have like drew on Reddit and posted as their idea. But this is the real thing. This isn't a uh, this isn't a mock up or anything like that. And it's a. it's definitely out there. I don't think Sony could have gone further in the opposite direction than Microsoft. Yeah, I think for me, uh, first off, I don't think I am a fan of the design of this console. 
You don't think, or you're not? No, I, d- I don't think I am. <laughs> like, I d- obviously, I haven't seen it in person, so I can't necessarily say for show, for show. For show, for show, got it. Um, but yeah, I. It look. It someone described it right away that it said it look. It looks like you put two Pringles belly to belly, and like the way that those Pringles curve out, it reminds me a lot of that. The size of the console is ginormous, but it. I mean. I do like that they showed the digital and non-digital version of the console, uh, which was cool. Yeah, which was surprising. I don't think a lot of people anticipated them to make a digital version of the console. Nope. No, no. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it does remind me of a PC still. Like some PC people have like such weird, ugly cases that they want to use. So it makes sense to me that they're both going like, Hopefully the design isn't just aesthetic, and hopefully it brings better airflow to the to the <laughs> PlayStation. Like I, I hope there is something like that that's built in there that will allow the air to flow more fluidly and keep the console <laughs> cooler than than normal. And that's not a slight on it. That's the same thing with the Xbox. Like I hope the Xbox has the same sort of thing. Like like I stated heavily before, the new console should be designed with airflow in mind, with how much work they're being put under. And I'm sick mm-hmm. of my console sounding like they're going to blow up when I'm at a main menu of a game. Like, it's just... My Xbox One is the same thing. It goes... My fan goes so loud at the lobby of Call of Duty. Like, I'm not even in the game. And it's like... Really? Mine doesn't do that. Man, it gets loud. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I I think you brought up the point, Daniel, where you said, like, design doesn't really matter because you just put it in an entertainment unit a lot of the time and you don't really pay attention to it. And I get that. Like, I'm on board with that. I totally buy into that sort of mentality. Where if it was a console that I actually like wanted for sure, it wouldn't matter to me what it looked like in the end. The original Xbox wasn't a nice design console, um, and it, I still bought that thing. That thing was 80 pounds. It weighed the same as me when I bought it. But <laughs> I think you do put it in an entertainment center and kind of forget what it looks like. Like my PS4 Pro is, I think, the sexiest PS4 Pro that came out, and I can barely even see it. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't necessarily think that the design doesn't like altogether matter. Like, I think it matters in the promo going up to it. But, but to your point, Shane, like, it all comes down to what you're watching on your screen at the end of the day. So, if it means that you know, for those first couple moments, taking it out of the box, you're kind of looking at it and thinking that it's ugly. That's that's totally okay. But I think, yeah, for most folks, like, you're not really gonna unless it's front and center in your in your in your home entertainment console. Um, I, I don't think it's really going to make that big of a difference. And at, at the end of the day, it also could look a lot different when we get it in hand. So I don't love the design of it either. Uh, some of the mock-ups that made it look all black um, look a lot more appealing to me um, rather than having the, the, the contrast the of black and white. Yeah. yeah. But at the, at the end of the day, yeah, like it's, I mean, if it's between me playing Spider-Man at, at launch because I don't like the design of the console, like so be it. I'll, I'll accept how the console looks if the game itself is amazing and, 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 um, and some of the other games that were announced, like Horizon and stuff like that, I'm 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 down to play those on whether it's a table or the ugliest console ever made. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think the white is really bad. I, I even when you put it on its side, you still have to mount it. You have to put it on that thing because it's like it looks like like what Shane said: two Pringles facing like bellies. It, it doesn't look good. And then I, I, I just posted that one where the mock-up where it's like a black, like a nice, like 
almost like a space gray. It looked it looked really really nice. I, like I think way better than than what we have now. But yeah, like if Spider Man's a launch window, cool. I'll probably pick it up later on. I don't think I'm getting a PS5 day one. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still, I mean, if Horizon comes out at launch, I think that that would be a huge surprise, A, but I also think, like, we still, the one thing that I, that we didn't really get a good sense of out of this, and, and not that I really expected it, was that we still don't know what the launch titles are. The only game that really got a date attached to it that was, like, 2020 was Spider-Man. Yeah. Everything else was 2021, so that could be early or late. There were some rumblings on Twitter after the announcement that Sony... I don't want to necessarily say that they held back, but they weren't they they weren't ready to reveal their entire hand throughout 2021. So this is a lot of what we're going to see for the early parts of 2021, which wouldn't surprise me so much. I think we could probably see Horizon coming out around March or April of next year if it's not coming out alongside the console itself. But there are usually at least one or two games that are going to come out as a launch title. So Spider-Man being one, and not quite sure what the next one might be, but it would be kind of. I think it would be ill-advised for Sony to go into the next console generation with their everything resting on Spider-Man's shoulders and it not even being a full-fledged sequel. I think that that would be um, not great. Not that they couldn't recover from it, but it just wouldn't be very incentivizing for anybody that's not a Spider-Man fan to go out and pick up a PS5 uh, week one or day one. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, we saw the full range of accessories as well. So the camera, which looks like a mini version of the console, uh, it kind of looks like a Pringle eating the last generation camera or like a taco with a camera in it. I don't really know how to describe it. We also saw the remotes and the charging station. So Sony is going very consistently here with what their look is. is. They're very committed to the idea of that black-white contrast. But, um, but yeah, I assume we're going to see it in a lot more different settings over the course of the next couple of months. I still love what the controller looks like, um, despite the console not being my favorite. I think they they absolutely nailed that. Um, but obviously, we've seen a lot of that over the course of the past couple months. So the console itself was kind of the, the big reveal of this show. Um, and that's pretty much it. That that led us to the end of the week. That was on Thursday. So we got a, a, a you know we've got a lot of time ahead of us before we see um, you know the rest of, of what we're going to see prior to these consoles coming out. We still don't know price. We still don't know when the console's coming out. Yeah, I, I, lo- I locked that in last week. I thought I thought we were going to get all that, but I was wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, I, if I think about years past, like there's never really been one like full event where they reveal like pricing and everything. I guess the, the PlayStation 3, but I, I don't think the PlayStation 4 was revealed without like the the price like I don't think they revealed the console as they revealed the price I think it was staggered a little bit but I don't remember like entirely um and I think it was the same with Xbox but we're seeing the same thing with Xbox right now we've known about the console for what seven or eight months now we still don't have a sense of price uh, of price or, yeah. or 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 anything really other than Halo coming out alongside it yeah well the great news is all my trips have been canceled this year so that money goes into Xbox money. <laughs> yeah. On another yeah, note, it'll be an we easier were... year to buy a console upgrade than than it than it ever has been before for sure even if it is a little bit more on the expensive side. Yeah. Uh, on another note, we were we were like spot on on our destiny prediction. Yeah, uh, you had a feeling. Yeah. I was like bang on, dude. 60 yeah. frames on console and no destiny 3 in any in 
anytime soon, and they wrote they gave a roadmap for three more years of Destiny two. Yeah. So, bang on, bang on. I'll bang definitely be on. jumping back into that with you, uh, with Gabby, at, at some point in time in the, in the near future. But um, oh, buddy, I can't wait to play yeah. with you. It kind of looks like the shackles are off, and it was kind of nice to see the two of them present it uh, the way that they did, just talking about they took a very honest approach, I think, just saying this is what we haven't done well, this is what we think we've done well, this is what our feedback has been so far, this is where we want to take things. So I really appreciate the fact that, you know, I don't think that they ever would have been able to do that under the Activision umbrella, just being that candid and honest um, yeah. about what their vision was. So it's really good to see them kind of break three, break free and 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 Bungie now kind of executing, I guess, on the vision that they they've had all along for Destiny that might have been hindered by maybe some of the behind the scenes stuff that we didn't really get a chance to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, super excited. We got a new season in Destiny this week. We found out that it was going to be if you own it on the current console or if you buy any upgrades on the current console generation, it will be transferred to the new generation. They're looking at cross uh, platform play, cross play, yeah. Which is so exciting. So there's a lot of great um, there's a lot of great news that came out this week that I think maybe went a little bit understated when it comes to Destiny because of the Sony event. But that w- that was a pretty big um, and pretty exciting thing to see um, them come out and, and really just just let us know what the future of Destiny is going to look like. And they've yeah. got it mapped out pretty much through 2022, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because like, what was I going to say? I'm just super pumped to play it and. When playing, when I started playing it again, playing at thirty frames, like I always knew it was thirty frames, but because I've been playing so much Call of Duty lately, it feels so heavy compared to Call of Duty. So I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating when it does hit sixty frames on console, it's gonna feel like a brand new game. Yeah, it's so crazy how frame rate can do that. Like how frame rate could just revolutionize a game, like make it feel brand spanking new, even though it's the same thing. It's so nuts, but frame rate is so so important, for sure. I yeah, think we, I, like I value frame rate over over resolution, for sure. I think what we had talked about is that with this generation too, something to expect maybe is that there's going to be a lot more technical refinement. Maybe like we're getting to the point where hyper realism is 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 awesome, but we've, we're starting to get to the ceiling of of where things look so good that there's only so much better that they're going to look like. Um, so things like technical performance, 60 frames, higher resolution, what we saw with Ratchet and Clank, for example, with faster load times and being able to just really quickly populate environments. I think that that's where this generation is probably really going to focus on and where it's going to flourish. Um, and I can imagine like games that have longer wait times or sorry, longer load times the way that they did this generation. I think of games like destiny and stuff like that, like, or sorry, not destiny. Oh, destiny's in, in there as well, but, um, division, like yeah, being able to reduce those down and, and not having to load into a mission and spending time traveling from one place to another. Like if we can, if we can speed that all up, I, I think yeah. that's, a, that's, that's a significant, that's a significant enough upgrade to the games that it's going to warrant the price of the consoles or, or for or sure. Upgrade. Yeah. The destiny has some long as low time. Sometimes it takes like several minutes for you to even start playing for your load, for your character to load. So you can choose the character that you want to play. It's, it's bad, man. I forgot how long it took as well as when we talk about GTA, like I'm excited. I hope GTA also load times cut down and like maybe hopefully like 40, 50% because GTA load times are also a bitch. So that's, that's exciting. So 
I'm excited, man. It's we're like how many months away until five. speculated November release date? Five months. Five. Yeah, yeah. Five I I'm like super on board. I'm ready. My body's ready. I can't wait to land party Halo Infinite with you with Shane oh, <laughs> and <laughs> and maybe Ortega. I'll be in on it too. Oh, but yeah, yeah, we should do a 24 hour stream at your house. We I'm excited do... to see. Sorry, so go ahead. We should do a extra live stream. Yeah, let's do it. Where we I'm can run donations so people can donate and we'll raise money for the kids while we do it. So we feel Lock good it in. Helps. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think it'll be uh I mean it'll probably be early November to mid November. We have our predictions for when we think the consoles are gonna be out, but I think uh that's probably a fair a fair guess that it's gonna be in mid November. So yes, look forward to us potentially doing something streaming sure related. Stream. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be super excited to do that with you guys. Um, that's pretty much, I mean, that's, that's the gist of the week. We've got some exciting stuff coming up this week, as I mentioned earlier on in the show, but EA has their, uh, stream this week, which was initially supposed to be in PlayStation slot or around then, but they've already kind of given us a hint that there's a new star Wars game on the way, um, mm-hmm. in Star Wars squadron, which is going to be a vehicle or, or space battle in spaceships game, um, yeah. spinning yeah. off from rogue squadron. I instantly thought of Rogue Squadron for N64, and that's why I posted up like the N64 video game art for that game. That game was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad that they're going back to some of the like the known Star Wars franchises, but like putting a new spin on them. Battlefront, I think, got some bad flack at the beginning, but people really loved Battlefront too after a couple of years of them working on it. So hopefully, EA launches with a little bit more. Um, uh, I don't know, a little bit more direction than I think Battlefront 2 had. And Fallen Order was kind of a good I, a good indicator that when EA puts the, the franchise in the right hands, then they're going to be able to handle it really, really well like Respawn did. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty excited to see what Squadron has to offer. And then, that, and then on Thursday, I guess we find out the rest of EA's lineup. And I think that that'll include probably things like Need for Speed, Madden, and all that kind of fun stuff. They haven't said what uh, the the studio behind squadron is did they or that's probably going to get revealed tomorrow they haven't yet no okay so we'll find out tomorrow imagine if it's a respawn game yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool i doubt it but just one one other thing real quick i know there was an article posted to polygon about it but it was legitimately what i thought watching the conference i thought some of the people did look computer generated like they, I definitely thought some of the people looked like they were. I thought that was going to be the twist they were going to have is like all the keynote speakers who came on screen were supposed to be rendered in engine in the PS5 because <laughs> they, they looked so, some of them looked so friggin' computer generated to me. Like I was watching it with Courtney at the same time and I was like, these people look generated by the, by like, I think this is a twist, and then it turned out not to be. And then I saw. Was it confirmed that it was animated? Is it? I think so. No, he's messing with you, dude. Just like the the messaging behind um, Spider-Man, crystal fucking clear. By the way, Shane. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't understand it, dude. It Gabby is, and I immediately understood what was going on. You just it. said Gabby and I. Gabby didn't understand it. I did understand it. From the beginning, dude. He had a perfect idea of what was happening. Yeah, Lost Odyssey, whatever it's called. Legacy. Lost Legacy. 
Yeah. See, this guy had no idea. I had exactly. I had, yeah, yeah dude. I did know, dude. I was just trolling the chat because Kyle wasn't being like silly, you know? I could be. He was side chatting me, letting me know that he knew exactly what was happening the whole time. So, the whole time, man. The whole time, dude. Nice, man. You're Get guy. with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ortega told me to pretend that I knew. I did. It was great. Thank you for that. <laughs> that's, that's sick, man. Um, so, yeah, such that's... Such a prankster, man. That's oh, a good prank. original prankster, yo. Yo, okay, are you man. from you here, dude? Rude. There's no need to be rude. What? I just complimented him. Did you? Yeah, I but complimented him. Did you take that as a compliment, Gabby? Being a prankster? Yeah, bro. It's a compliment, man. <laughs> Um, well, that pretty much brings us up to time this week, but, uh, but yes, we've got a couple things. So just to mention outside of our, our main podcast, if you've been listening to our, um, our spinoff ish project in survive and endure, uh, the season finale will be, uh, this Thursday, just in time for the last of us part two out on Friday at midnight, we are running a giveaway. Our first giveaway as a slice on our social media page. So if you have not gotten a chance to, to take a look at what the giveaway is, we're not sure what it is. We're giving away a copy of The Last of Us Part 2 and The Last of Us Part 1 remastered for PS4. Um, so we'll, pe- we'll be picking one lucky winner. All the stuff is lifted, uh, sorry, listed on our post that details the giveaway. So please check it out if you're listening and you haven't entered um, because we'll be giving away the, the copies uh, at Thursday. I'll probably announce it on, on Twitch right before I go live streaming Last of Us Part 2. So join if you haven't. You've got until Thursday at 11.54 to enter um so if you're not in by then then sorry you won't be able to be a part of the first giveaway but if you are free copy so tell your friends tell anybody that doesn't follow the page to follow you can get in on the on the giveaway this week um and then yes on friday we'll be i'll be i don't know if you guys are going to join me or not but the 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 fellow people that are on survive and endure shout out to shay and and baps they're they're probably going to stream as well so three of us are going to have a stream going at around midnight my plan is to play through most of the night and try to get as far into the game as I can without running into uh, spoilers online because they are rampant and they are out there. And I almost clicked on one today and I was very upset. Um, so hopefully there's an opportunity to get as much as I can done in that game. But if you'd like to watch uh, along the first couple of hours and our reactions for the first little bit, uh, join us on Twitch. I'll post a link later in the week on uh, on social media. Um, and that's it. That's all I got for us this week. What do you guys, anything else you guys want to add? Anything else that you want to touch on? Anybody you want to shout out? No, just enter the giveaway. It's our first giveaway. So it's special to us. We want to give away some shit. (laughs) 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 This is probably the nicest giveaway we'll have. This game is getting rated 10 by every news outlet. It's like being proclaimed as like the best game of all time since checkers. So since uh, the breath of, since uh, is holding a ninety six on Metacritic, <laughs> chess is holding a ninety four. So yeah, fuck chess. Yeah. Fuck chess, dude. Uh, right. Fuck chess. All right, join the giveaway. Check us out on Thursday for the season finale of Survive and Endure, and then uh, we'll be back next week with more isolation updates. Hopefully, our last one, but potentially not our last one. But we'll do our best to uh, to to round up the the isolation series. Is it is it possible. like? part-time isolation series or like half iso because I, I feel like there's still probably going to be some social distancing involved but just like less you can't leave your home and enter someone else's home you know so maybe we'll switch it to, to we have to come up with a new snazzy podcast. name for it 
Yeah. Social distancing uh, yeah. part one. Yeah, let's do that. Six SD. feet away, we'll call it. Six feet. Oh, I like that. Six feet under. Wait, no, uh, that's, that's already a thing. But happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. By the time you hear from us again, Father's Day will come have gone, come and gone, because it is next Sunday, Father's Day the twenty first. So I'm a dad. Yeah, happy Father's happy Day. Father's dude. Day, Gabby. Thanks, guys. You should join our giveaway. You guys yeah. are sweet. I'm gonna get you a chess set. Um, <laughs> guys, that's so sweet. Do you know how to play chess? Um, I might need a refresher. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, I know there's a I'll guy that goes. A I know there's a guy that goes in an L shape. I know there's a guy that goes straight. There's a guy that goes uh, diagonal. That's the queen. Um, and then the king can't really do shit, but he can go all over the place, but he can't do shit. Um, yeah, man, I think I can play. All right, we'll do it. Maybe we'll live stream chess next week. Not doing that, dude. I used to play we'll a lot of Chinese checkers back in the day too. Chinese checkers? Yeah, I love that game. The game was fun. Yeah. Man, I'm just excited to stream some of this stuff with you guys. Okay, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yeah, Bye. It's been a slice. It's been a slice. It's been a slice.